Listener, Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> I was thinking uh, I, I really appreciated the way that um, this movie came up and how we decided to do it. And then your response was <laughs> we decided to do it was, let's tar. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, I don't know why, but it seemed like the sort of movie that you could sort of shor- shorten it and, and turn it into a verb. Turn it into a verb. Let's tar. To talk about Avatar is to tar. Yeah. How, was, how did it come up again? It, it came up when we talked about um, uh, Altered States, right? Altered States. Yeah, yeah. you're saying that um, if it weren't for the movie Altered States, Avatar would never exist. <laughs> I I just re-listened to our episode yesterday, and I forget how I made that connection. <laughs> I think it has something to do with, like, <laughs> going into an apparatus and connecting nodes to the brain. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate, though, that like, to think that um, up until really recently, the biggest money-making movie of all time owes everything to Altered States with <laughs> William Hurt. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's William Hurt's, Hurt's birthday, I think, today. <laughs> I sent you something on Instagram. That's right. Yeah, some quote about how he's not an actor; he's just a guy. Yeah, he's, and, he's and even nothing. beyond that, he's like, "I'm not even anything." <laughs> was, was that a joke, or is that something you like actually said? I don't know, but it, it really seemed like uh, like a someone who had reached literal nirvana, like <laughs> no longer a, an ego or anything. Yeah. Hey, that's why he's such a good actor. <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's pretty funny. Um because as I was rewatching Avatar, I I got hung up a lot more than normal on the whole consciousness stuff. And I figure at some point we'll probably talk about that. Do you want to just go right into that? Um I I don't know, to be honest. I don't <laughs> it's like I don't quite feel ready to be honest. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. build up to that. Can't force the tar. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, though, with all this movie, I I don't really know where to begin. I, I don't have a good sense of that because I don't feel like we yeah. need to give the uh, no one listening a. Uh, <laughs> I like how we've moved from one listener to no listeners. Yeah, right. <laughs> in a long enough gap where even our most loyal one listener has gone away. <laughs> it's just us recording these episodes that no one in the world <laughs> is listening to or ever will. <laughs> <laughs> like how, how many podcasts are like that like some I guy know. just like oh, i'm gonna start my podcast yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Just spends these hours and hours making episodes and no one <laughs> ever listens I, to them. i think about that all the time and i mean like I'm, I'm i'm not trying to be mean because i also recognize this with with my own self like it's actually not very fun on average to listen to someone else talk like right. <laughs> it, it seems so cool and so good when you listen to like a great podcast but there have been so many podcasts that i've thought sounded great and i'll listen to literally 15 seconds and i'm like i'm done i don't yeah. i don't want to hear any more of this 
<laughs> it's really when you're listening to podcasts, it's really quick to like decide whether or not you like a person. Yeah, like I, I don't like that person. Like Would, I don't like what they sound like and what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, they sound dumb. Which is all the more amazing when a random person, like when Amanda Pumpkins found this podcast, is like, yeah. wow, good. Like the fact that you held out for longer than ten seconds is extraordinary. Right. <laughs> and when Deobia Operai told us that he heard that we were getting big. <laughs> Sorry, Deobia, I have news for you. Someone lied to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so where to begin with I, this one? I, I think what I want to say is that I just finished watching it mm-hmm. like a half hour ago. I had to watch it in about three installments because it's close to three hours. Yep. And <laughs> despite my best efforts, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> 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 I love this movie so much, man. Wow. This movie kicks ass. <laughs> that is, I am, I am so glad at how you surprised me because I was not expecting your sentence to end like that. <laughs> That is so great. I am so happy. Oh, man. That's going to make yeah. talking about this all the more fun because I think if I had to describe this movie, um, like in theory, there are parts in this movie that I, that I don't like. And then watching it, there are some parts that I'm like, that, that actually I, I dislike so much that they make me angry. And <laughs> God, think about them. They all revolve around Sam Worthington. Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and and not that it's all his fault because some of it's like the dialogue that he has to give that it's like god that's a dumb line um but so this movie has some parts that i just like utterly despise but then it has some parts that have held up so incredibly well since 2009 and are so good and the one thing i will say about it it is far from boring like gladiator is a million times more boring than this movie <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of putting it yeah <laughs> Um, I'm really intrigued at what you despise so much about Sam Worthington. I also like appreciate that you have such a strong reaction to Sam Worthington because I would wager that the average human hasn't thought about Sam Worthington in like a decade. Yeah. I think I think the last real big movie he did was um, like a Remember the <laughs> Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. He was a uh, Bertier. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was a very sad <laughs> ending with Jerry. Um, yeah. No, uh, Clash of the Titans. I think he was in like the reboot or whatever of Clash of the Titans. And it okay. was like, I, I, I mean, I, I feel like that just totally summed up his career because I feel like Avatar was <laughs> like, hey, Hollywood, we got a new blockbuster star and his name's Sam Worthington. And then Avatar was a huge success, but he wasn't great in Avatar, in my opinion. Then he went on to do Clash of the Titans, which was an utter flop. And I don't think anyone's heard <laughs> of him since. <laughs> not even his family they're still looking for him <laughs> um, i here's what here's what really got me and i think i noticed this even the first time i saw it the very like first or second sentence that he says in the movie his is he australian or new is new zealander do you know oh i don't know he's one of those um and, and okay. as far as i'm concerned those two places are just the same uh yeah. I, I just said <laughs> right. i just said that to inflame our Australian or Oceania Pacifica <laughs> listener who doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just kidding about, about Australia and whatnot. Anyway, though, he's one of those things. And um, <laughs> one of those things. Anyway, his accent, his American accent is not good. And it comes across in like the first or second sentence he says. And then throughout the movie, I'm just like 
there are moments where I'm like, Ugh, like it, I think it actually like makes my face like twitch because, really? yeah, and it, it just sort of just kept poking at yeah, you. Yeah, and I'm like, for such a big blockbuster, no one was like, wow, that's not how an American sounds. <laughs> and the, and then I don't know. I just I don't find his character to be super likable. Um, Even as a blue, I like his blue thing? person much better. Like when we go out of blue yeah. world, um, yeah, I'm like fuck. <laughs> right you don't like his paraplegic version uh, you know there's <laughs> <laughs> i'm not suggesting anything yeah I'm yeah just indicating yeah you know, exactly you um, don't like paraplegics <laughs> yeah you're just you're just accusing me <laughs> i mean that's the only reason you wouldn't like his character <laughs> no i no i i actually really like him i really like him <laughs> oh yeah did you see black panther <laughs> I bet you didn't. <laughs> um, I can cut that. No, I, I don't care. Um, but I mean, I think that's about it. I just don't find his character to be very compelling. Yeah, well, we don't. There's really nothing about him except that he was a Marine. His brother's dead, and mm-hmm. he's just kind of put in place of his brother. And uh, he makes quippy jokes at Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, yeah. And, and he doesn't speak with any emotion ever. No, there's like really no sense of like his character motivations or hopes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like even as he like is switching sides from being like a Marine doing recon for, uh, for the bad guys, the bad guy sky people. Um, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah. I love him in this movie so much. Yeah. yeah I was amazed at how much I hate him by the end of the movie. Like even as I'm aware that Cameron is like, Making him so one-dimensional that mm-hmm. all you could do is hate him. I still really hated him. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a good way of putting it. There, there are a number of characters in here who are one-dimensional, and my favorite, like all of them, is that like super broy marine, <laughs> the guy that looks like Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, I mean, I like just because he's bald. Because he's bald. Jacked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely yells "Get some!" at least once. Yes. Yeah. Um, he gets stomped yeah. by the hammerhead triceratops thing, right? Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. And he sort of screams. Yeah, he has a high-pitched which, scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of kind of Cameron's probably way of being like, see, he's just a loser. <laughs> good good guys never win. America will I mean, bad fall. guys. <laughs> the good guys are really the bad guys. America's bad. <laughs> Something I also love about this movie is that throughout um, – the Navi continue to call the humans sky people. Yeah, um, that confused me. It, like, it just sort of made me laugh because it's like, oh, I get it. But like, you've also had a lot of encounters with these people. And I think you probably know that they're called humans. You know, like, <laughs> like they have these ships, but mostly they just walk. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Definitely, those people don't fly. No, I was also no. confused because you know when uh, Worthington appears in his blue outfit mm-hmm. with them and like they say like he's a sky person and they won't let him in and then towards like the the downfall you know when his motives are revealed and like someone presses the button and his blue avatar goes limp yeah that warrior guy's like see he was in a disguise it's like didn't you just didn't you say he was a sky person like oh i miss that yeah, I know what you're talking like, what's, about. That. What's the reveal there? Like, you know that he was this human. Yeah, you've <laughs> like known this the, the whole time. Fake form, yeah. Oh, weird. 
I don't know. Maybe he's just emphasizing it, <laughs> like reminding everyone he's not really one of us. Yeah. Even though he was calling me brother, I like how I like how Sam Worthington's uh, Jake Sully uh, calls Sute brother a whole lot, and then it gets like it almost gets like disgusting at the end. He's just like we're buddy buddy now. Like you, Sute, the the next leader of the clan and like the the leader of this war party went from hating you to following you in like two <laughs> scenes. <laughs> it's because he becomes Tantka Makto. Oh, Tar- Taruk Makto. Yeah, Taruk Makto. Mm-hmm, yeah, the rider of Taruk. Uh, Rider of Taruk. Yeah. Or he, something, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, like, creates a whole mythology mm-hmm. around this. I've, I also realized when I was watching this last night that I love James Cameron. <laughs> That's great. I, I mean, totally he's get hilarious it. to make fun of, and mm-hmm. I would always want that to be part of our relationship. Yeah. But, I mean, he's he barely ever makes movies. And when he does, they set records. Yeah. Like, he set. He made Titanic in '95 and set. It was like the first movie ever to make more than two billion dollars, mm-hmm. and he didn't make a movie for 14 years, other than like documentaries about him, like going into the depths of the ocean. Really, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, Avatar was his next feature film. Wow, I forgot that. And then he broke that record. With yeah. His next movie. He's like the only guy that can top marvel and disney yeah he he is he is really amazing and i was thinking about that because for some reason it is kind of fun to rip on him and i think it's just because uh his all his boat adventures (laughs) they just sort of make me laugh and um and whatnot version south park's version of him is very funny (laughs) but at the at the same time like he has made some outstanding movies (laughs) (laughs) like the Terminator stuff, you know, um, Alien. <laughs> yeah. like he makes some really amazing movies. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it, like, go ahead, sorry. Um, I was going through like his Wikipedia or the Wikipedia for Titanic and stuff last night, just kind of going down a rabbit hole. And I came upon a quote about Titanic, and it says, uh, The story could not have been written better. Written better. The juxtaposition of rich and poor, the gender roles played out unto death, the stoicism and nobility of a bygone age. And it continues. And then I got down to the bottom, and it was a quote of James Cameron, <laughs> who wrote it. <laughs> That's so amazing. He just described why the movie he wrote is the the, the best possible version of that movie. He could not have possibly written a better script. <laughs> it's also kind of hilarious because, I mean, it is a great movie. It's so – talk about another fun movie to watch. Um, oh, yeah. But it's like those themes that he named are like not no, – like they're not novel themes in, in movies. Like those are common uh, themes. Right. <laughs> like 90% of movies have a rich versus – you know, a rich and poor kind of theme going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like the rest, he basically just stole from Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Had he made funny, more movies, I feel like he, he could have been like seen as the king of blockbuster. Um, <laughs> not like the movie Rental Place, uh, although that'd be funny. <laughs> Their mascot just became James Cameron with like a crown on. <laughs> King Blockbuster the third. Um, <laughs> but like I, Spielberg is generally seen as the king of the blockbuster. But, um, mm. you know, Cameron, I feel like he probably between Titanic and Avatar could have made like two more major movies. 
Um, I guess he was just so <laughs> intent on discovering what's at the bottom of the ocean. But <laughs> <laughs> that South Park line is the song they call him James Cameron, the bravest pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hilarious. <laughs> Explorer of the sea. <laughs> yeah. And now um, he, he hasn't made a movie since Avatar. Like he hasn't. Yeah. So it's been 11 years. He's like produced stuff and done random projects mm-hmm. here and there and kind of transmitted his environmental message. Mm. Um, but now there's not only two sequels of Avatar in the mix. There's four. They're, four? They're planning and filming all the way through Avatar 5. Holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> How is that like possible? <laughs> yeah. Why is that seen as like... <laughs> wow why does he want to do that like one of these four more that's a that's a lot five avatars wow i know we've mentioned this before like who you know it's been so long who even cares anymore you know i feel like the th- the three or four years following avatar people were still into the idea of having more but yeah. watch me be wrong about that and then watch like <laughs> each of these avatars continue to break records <laughs> That would make me pretty happy, yeah. but it does seem like this movie, like it came out with such a bang. Everyone saw it. It got made like $2.7 billion. Wow. And now like people don't really talk about it except as like a memory. Yeah, exactly. In fact, a lot of people, I feel like even, you know, they continue to be like Avatar, like whatever. It was just Fern Gully. Did you ever see Fern Gully? No. It was a cartoon and it like had a very similar, um, very similar storyline as, as Avatar, but it was like. It wasn't like aliens. It was like, like fairies in the woods or something like that. Like Tinkerbell kind of characters. I think I forget, but it was the hmm. same idea of like evil corporation destroying the woods. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then people said it was Pocahontas too. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what, what was the the movie with uh, Kevin Costner where he he plays like the Civil War veteran, dances with wolves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about for love of the game. (laughs) No, I was actually talking about tin cup. (laughs) Water world. (laughs) Water world. That's right. Dude, I, I untouchables. (laughs) If James Cameron's listening to this, which he is, I would love it. If he were to merge water world and, and, uh, and uh, avatar, just have water world, another planet in their system. Well, I actually read that. One of the reasons the next one's taking so long is because a lot is going to be taking place underwater. Yeah, I heard about that. So he might as well. That's that's amazing. <laughs> or he could just steal the Waterworld story and act like he wrote it, yeah. like he did with the first Avatar and all these other movies. <laughs> You're right. And Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> just co-ops old stories and <laughs> like creates special effects to dazzle you and makes you think that it's original. That's amazing. That is really cool. Um, I would... Uh, Oh, oh no! I was gonna say, um, actually, uh, filming for Avatar Two has slowed down a lot because of the coronavirus. Really? Yeah, I think that like basically the whole film industry is like not happening right now. Like just like every other aspect of you know society, but human civilization. Like, yeah. So who knows that that because the release date right now is I think December seventeenth or something, two thousand twenty-one. So a little over a year and a half away. Um, yeah. But I wonder if that's going to be pushed back. <laughs> but james cameron's really mad yeah <laughs> or he's like i could see him also thinking that humans have had this coming 
Because they didn't listen. Because they didn't listen to him. <laughs> to listen to him. <laughs> I've been telling them for years. They all watched Avatar, said they liked it. I was actually thinking before this, I just thought it'd be really funny if we found out that James Cameron was like somehow he had some premonition that this was going to happen. And he loaded his whole family and friends up onto one of his boats and they just set out to sea and they're like, we will be safe on the on the sea. <laughs> Yeah, but he brought a film crew just in case they like came upon some amazing shipwreck yeah. that they could go <laughs> make a documentary about. <laughs> great. I can see yeah, James Cameron doing that and like all of human civilization gets destroyed by the coronavirus. Yeah. And James Cameron returns and makes documentaries about the ruins of human civilization. And then it basically becomes Waterworld. So that's we're pretty close to Waterworld happening. Right, right, yeah. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with that movie right now. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Are you kidding? No. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> like we should, would, we should do it. You would love that movie so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I it, doesn't, it has yeah. Hopper, right? It does. It does. Okay. If I wasn't gonna say it in case you didn't know, but <laughs> yeah, Which, I'll watch anything with Hopper. I recently looked up a picture of Dennis Hopper, or maybe you sent me or something. But I think I was on Google Images and I just looked up Dennis Hopper, and <laughs> it had all these pictures of him, and I just realized for a split moment. Just the vast array of characters he has played. It's crazy. <laughs> like, he's played psychopaths. He's played monsters. He's played... I, he's always... Actually, every character of his is a psychopath. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I can't really think of anything other than a psychopath. <laughs> he has only played psychopaths. <laughs> just, like, varying degrees of psychopath. There's, like, a kid-friendly psychopath yeah. or just, like, a full-on Lynchian psychopath. Oh, my God. Frank is still, I think, one of the scariest... <laughs> Scariest, scariest things I've ever seen. <laughs> scariest things. <laughs> He's an entity. Yeah. I, I like that Hopper's short, too. Like, so yeah. there's this kind of, like, Napole- Napoleon syndrome yeah. quality to his, like, sheer psychosis. Wow. He's so psychotic. <laughs> oh. I guess Easy Rider, he doesn't play a total okay. psycho. But okay, I he, see. Yeah, he also directed that movie. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. And got in fights with Jack Nicholson. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think see they that. Didn't, didn't like each other. Mm. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that for some reason. Right. <laughs> but Nicholson reigned supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Two psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be the name of a great, a great movie or a documentary. <laughs> so you were, you were saying that you don't like... Basically, Sam Worthington in general. I, I don't know in, if I in don't. Avatar. <laughs> I don't know if I don't like him in general. It's just that I hate him as a person. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like his character's flat, one dimensional. And yeah. you're kind of right that like there's no real sense of his motive. He just kind of is there and then just gets like sucked into this because just so Cameron has a vehicle for audience mm. allegiance, even though these pagans are worshiping the devil and have one <laughs> coming to him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's like, hey, man, you're sitting on gold. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. You should have known better. Don't build your yeah. tree on our stuff. Yeah. A tree of souls. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Freud would Freud would have a heyday with that. Yeah. I was I was thinking that how much of this movie could be dissected from a um, from like a mythological religious point of view. And even the fact that yeah. Avatar like an avatar refers to an incarnation of a God in Hinduism. And so I was curious, I was like, I wonder what other maybe influences, religious influences there are on this movie, but I, I hmm. didn't really pay attention to it. 
Yeah. I was just so um, wowed by the outstanding effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It hold up so well on a MacBook Pro screen. <laughs> Well, that, there was the part where all the uh, all the avatars are <laughs> like <laughs> they're called avatars. <laughs> all those avatars are like sitting by that tree, and like <laughs> it's, I don't know why that's such a hilarious sentence. Yeah, it's like a thousand avatars, just like <laughs> I feel like a kid right now, and you're like an adult, like playing peekaboo with me, where it's like I know it's coming every time, yet every time it's funnier. <laughs> oh man <laughs> they're like sitting on a tree <laughs> like <laughs> sitting Indian style yeah, yeah. <laughs> swaying back and forth swaying back and forth yeah so like I guess there's like a kundalini yoga yeah, influence <laughs> I, I very much felt that as well with all those avatars uh, yeah yeah it's a cultural appropriation yeah <laughs> But no one, no one got on Cameron's ass about it. I guess they're uh-huh. as long as they're yeah blue. That's <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> so a bunch of U.S. Army people versus a bunch of avatars. It's basically like the last third of this movie. Wait, what is this fight? It's just the last third of this movie is just like a bunch of U.S. Army fighting yeah. a bunch of avatars, <laughs> <laughs> like fist fighting, mm-hmm. shooting each other. <laughs> yeah, it's very action packed, and I think it's a, yeah. it's kind of the beginning of when all that is starting. You know, to go back to what I was saying, sort of, you know, I, I get it that that Jake Sully sort of switches allegiance, but in some way, it's like. I don't really know why that never really, it never really, I don't know. Something about it never really sat well with me. I think it was, I think it's when I look at those scenes when he's sort of getting to be part of the group, when I look at them retroactively, knowing that later everyone follows him, it's just sort of like, I don't, I don't know why. I don't really know what I'm saying. I'll just say one line in particular. This was the, it's very rare that I notice something in a movie as it's happening that I'm like, I don't like that. But the first time I saw this movie, the one line that really got me was when he's when he's flying around uniting the clans and I'm <laughs> Taruk, yep. and he goes to the sea people and who all all have those like dragons that they fly and he just goes our children's children. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. That line. That part that that line stuck out to me yeah. just an hour ago. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Cuz like that's the only part of that speech that we hear. I know. <laughs> you don't even get the full sentence. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, couldn't we have chosen a different line? Just a random other yeah. line in that speech, not that one. <laughs> children yeah and then it like shows him and he's got this like kind of warrior leader gaze and i'm just thinking like is this dude really taking himself seriously right now like doesn't he realize he's full of shit like he was just he got him he just started being an avatar like a week ago yeah seriously he's hardly been here at all (laughs) he's not even a real avatar speaks (laughs) speaks fluent avatar Yeah, it's like the Spanglish version of Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
you know, as people translate for him. Exactly. I, actually, something I love about what we're <clears throat> talking about right now is I remember not long after the movie came out and people would talk about it, they would forget that the people were called the Navi, so they would just call them avatars. <laughs> <laughs> Though, like, Avatar definitely just refers to, like, the created versions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just all these all these avatars on their planet. So funny. Something so funny yeah. about that. <laughs> and, like, he gets, he becomes, like, this leader, Taruk Makto, mm-hmm. by jumping on this big dragon thing. Yeah. It really didn't look that hard. No. Like, he just flew above it and jumped on it. And then, like... <laughs> Put his hair in it. <laughs> you mean he did like, Sahelu with I, it? Yeah, he did Sahelu. <laughs> like how Cameron like invented all these like complex sounding words that no one would remember. Mm-hmm. Just so like it seemed like there was some mythological yeah. depth to it. But just like now he just put his hair in it. So, like, <laughs> yeah, he connected their exposed nervous system. Like actually, there's a there's right. a scene I. I'd always kind of wondered this about their braids because, um, you know, they have their, their nerve synapse things, whatever that like flow down the center of their ponytails. And I, I've always kind of been mm-hmm. curious about that. And I noticed this time after he is taken uh, that, that first time when he's still wearing like pants and a shirt and he's being brought to like home tree <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like deciding what to do with him. There is an avatar, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, behind him holding his braid and ha- ha- holding a knife to the braid almost like dude oh. if you try and leave i'm gonna cut your hair off and you're gonna die like i wonder samson yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a deep biblical reference here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i wonder if their braid in this world if their braid get cut gets cut off i, I guess it has to like it's cutting their nerves off right or i don't know yeah they're I mean, they could never fly their dragons. Yeah, they could never be connected to Awa. Yeah, <laughs> no connection mm-hmm. to Awa. So. Yeah, that does seem to be like, well, it's like their connection to like the whole network mm-hmm. of trees, the 10 to the 8th trees yeah. that are there. and Collective the memory whole... to their ancestors. and Yeah. <laughs> I love that part where Sigourney Weaver is explaining that. Giovanni Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> It's like, it's like, why, why are you even trying to explain it to this guy? Like, he is the most like disaffected dude yeah. in this. Like, I mean, his basically every scene he's in, he's, he's like such a jerk, eating something to like give the point that he just Doesn't... cares so little about what's happening that he's more interested in like chewing on some trail mix yeah. or something. I, 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 I want. Oh, I love his character so much in this movie. <laughs> It's so good. When she's explaining that to him with the trees, he just sort of looks at her and he just starts laughing. She's staring yeah. at her. He goes, what are you all smoking out there? <laughs> it's so dismissive. <laughs> just no element whatsoever of like this vast research she's done gets through. Yeah. He's just like, it's a tree. It's just a tree. Like she literally described perhaps the most amazing thing we can think of in our entire known universe. <laughs> he just doesn't even care. Or like, even when she says how many trees there are, he's, she's like, ten, he's like that, I'm guessing that's a lot. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's a ton. Yeah. Once again, there's no 
depth to this character. Like, no. we have no idea who he is, how he got into this position. No. <laughs> but, like, he's even in charge of, like, <laughs> the big yeah, muscle Yeah, that's man. kind of what confuses me in some ways, but whatever. I just like that with... He's got the money. He's got the money because he works for the, the corporation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He works for the corporation, and so the army works for him. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I like the first time we meet him, he's, he is putting and it's like, yeah. what a great way to just say this guy's an elitist asshole. And he just goes, I love this putter. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like Cameron's, he's clearly a smart fellow, mm-hmm. you know, like when he writes these characters, is he thinking like, this is a dumb character. This character is totally one dimensional. Or does he think he's like doing something profound? I'd, or is it just like this is an allegory for a very clear point I'm making that capitalism is bad and is ruining the most like sacred and beautiful thing? And I'm going to make like one dimensional characters because then more people will see it. I, I, I'm wondering if it's if it's that because I'm wondering if it's. I mean, because I like thinking about. Um, some of his other movies he's made, like Titanic, maybe the the most possible one dimensional character you can think of in that movie would be Cal, but because <laughs> he's just I was thinking Billy Zane. I'm glad yeah, you said exactly he's yeah. characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even like I'm not even saying that he is one dimensional in that movie. I'm saying that'd be your maybe the I could see you making an argument for it, but also that's maybe just a really good example of like a an asshole from the 19 teens or whatever. Um, (laughs) but it, I wonder, like, I I wonder if it's just knowing, like, because Avatar is so complex in so many ways. Maybe his thought was, I have to make some parts of it simple. So I might as well just have Giovanni Ribisi literally tell everyone (laughs) why they're there and pick up the rock. This is why we're here. Unobtainium. Unobtainium, which, I mean, I'm sure plenty of people have made fun of that. And I don't know if we need to, but Uh it's... Like, how could he possibly have named it that? I know. <laughs> like, I mean, it's all, he, like, invented a language, yeah. these people. And, like, spent, he apparently started working on this in 1994. Oh, yeah. That's right. He created, he called it unobtainium. I know. Like, what the fuck? It's like, <laughs> what are you thinking? That, when I watched this the first time, likewise, that made me do a double take. And it almost like, there's no way I just, there's no way it's actually <laughs> called that. <laughs> I guess that's the message then. Yeah. It's, uh, it's what they're they're seeking. It's unobtainable. It's unobtainable. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the greatest military the world has ever seen, yeah. they still didn't obtain it. <laughs> <laughs> and they left. It's amazing. <laughs> oh man, this this movie. Watching it this time, I didn't realize how much. Uh, it seems like Black Panther really took a lot from it. Oh, I actually have not seen Black Panther. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> fact, even though I, I like, I've, you know, I'm just not, uh, I'm not one to like, oh, Marvel movie. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I should see it. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to at this point. I think you're right. <laughs> that wave has passed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of similar themes. Mm. There's, uh, they they have like a precious mineral there. Oh yeah, called. Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking remember. But like, it's, it's it just is the most important thing, and everyone wants it. And then there's like this whole sacred tradition that gets destroyed by evil. But instead of the American military, it's Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, just torches their heart shaped herb. Ah, uh. yeah. It's probably doesn't make any sense to you. 
<laughs> probably sounds so dumb too. Yeah, Mike, Michael B. Jordan killed their heart-shaped herb. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. The Are you saying a heart-shaped herb? Yeah, a heart-shaped herb. Is that like the thing that they? No, that's not the mineral. It's like no, something it's else. Not, it's not the mineral, but it's like this sacred um, plant that I grows. See. And they, when someone becomes the Black Panther, oh. the king of Wakanda, mm-hmm. they drink it, and it's kind of like a, it's like a hallucinogenic brew. And they ah. go into like this realm of the gods, and it kind of looks like the Lion King, and <laughs> wow. they communicate, they wow. communicate with the gods. So of, it's DMT. Of <laughs> It's DMT, yeah. <laughs> wow. And, like, it's the most sacred thing, and it's protected by all the ancestors and stuff, and, like, everyone reveres it. Then wow. Michael B. Jordan comes in and just lights it all on fire. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. So there's, like, this <laughs> there's this connection between... <laughs> I'm just laughing at... I'm really hoping there is a scene where literally everyone just goes, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I like oversimplifying scenes sometimes. It's like, here's the yeah. two sentence version. Except like I just oversimplified at least half of the movie. <laughs> yeah, because basically what you described, I was like, oh, that sounds about like ten minutes worth. But I guess it's probably like the whole thing. Probably at least a half hour. It's also huge spoilers, so mm. I don't care. I, I I actually knew some of those spoilers. I'd heard them before. Yeah, I was with yeah. someone, and they were like. Actually, I'm going to spoil something now if that's okay. But you know it because you've seen Black Panther and it's Michael B. Jordan dies, correct? <laughs> that is correct. I, I was in a room with someone about three days after they came out and they gave they said that. And I was like, what <laughs> is wrong with you? Like, are you it's insane? Some people just like, they don't seem to realize that you shouldn't do that. I know, I know. <laughs> like, I, I've heard people giving spoilers away, simultaneously apologizing and continuing to give them away. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is wrong with your brain? Sorry, like, <laughs> did you just, you know, were you just an, an only child who was treated to everything as, as a kid? And, like, you don't understand yeah. that you, you're supposed to care for those around you? Right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we can make big deductions of personality based on someone who does that. I totally agree. And I don't think it's, like, judgment. I think it's just an actual <laughs> I, insight into the way their mind works. Yes, I totally agree. 100%. <laughs> just, like... I feel like I can determine that that person does not care about other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, given the right circumstances, you might murder someone. <laughs> I, I get, and I don't mean this as a judgment thing either, but like someone who gives away spoilers, I, I, I would not be able to be friends with them because our personalities are so different, probably, that it's like, I don't think we're going to gel in any way. So, Yeah, might as well just fight. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Cameron finds a way to like end this movie with an avatar style fist fight. Like it's it's the blue avatar versus oh, like yeah. the mechanical Stephen Lang. Yeah. Like kind of punching each other and like jumping around, but it's still just an old fashioned brawl. It's an old fashioned brawl, you're right. And that is that was a good move on his part. Yeah. Because there aren't a whole lot of ways to bring the fighting close. I mean, having those dragon things throw down those helicopters, that's pretty cool. That was um, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really great action scenes in this movie. Yeah, like so many of them. <laughs> so many. And there there's it's like he he knew how to make them familiar to where we'd have like the same emotions come up as like an epic, I don't know, Marvel movie or whatever. Yeah. And but like also in a way that we've never seen before mm-hmm. by like just creating what I thought was like pretty entirely original 
looking beings. I agree. Yeah. Like, like I've never seen anything like that. No. And they like, even they were, they were similar enough that you could sort of get used to them quickly. Cause they were, you know, humanoid. Um, yeah. but they, they had different enough features that they were throughout the entire movie. It was, they remained kind of, it's like you were discovering something new and one that yeah. even to this Magical. day, what'd you say? Magical. Magical. Um, even to this day, even after watching it many times, seeing the scenes when the <laughs> avatars uh, <laughs> are with are with people and realizing the size difference, I, I'm yeah. still always amazed. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, they're huge. They're they're like 15 feet tall. Right. <laughs> You forget it when it's just a bunch of avatars around yeah, each other. Exactly. It's like, oh, they're kind of skinnier than your average person. That's about it. But it's like, nope, they are gigantic. Yeah, right. Yeah, you really kind of see that when that warrior guy jumps onto the, the ship and yep. just starts grabbing people's heads and throwing them off the side. Oh, yeah. He's just so big. Yeah. You kind of know he's going to die because things are in slow motion. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I think A lot of slow-mo in this movie. Um, what else is in slumbo? There's a, there's a part where, um, where they wake Sully up, you know, when, um, I don't know, some importance happening mm-hmm. and they start, you know, dragging them and cuffing them and Sigourney Weaver's oh, yeah, yeah. being restrained in yeah. slow-mo and she's yeah. like, you bastards. <laughs> That's it. And the other, the other nerdy doctor guy, like scientist, like punches a Marine. Yeah. The guy, like, from, Dodgeball. Yeah, the guy from Dodgeball. <laughs> not remember that guy was in this <laughs> i kind of always forget i feel like that was the point i don't know who that guy is but that was the point in his career where it was like this might be this might be the moment that he moves beyond because he was in a few of those silly movies for a while um, okay yeah and then i i think this 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 movie like sam worthington's career i think killed his as well <laughs> <laughs> what's that gonna be like for these people like they Get in this movie that massively like, epic everyone movie. sees. Yeah. It's like the most successful movie of all time. <laughs> and they think like, wow, I'm good now. Like finally, yeah. like my career's just like really taken off. <laughs> just everything after that is a slow yeah. or steep, yeah. steep actually fall. Um, but I wonder, I mean, with the new Avatar, Sam Worthington is in them. So okay. at, least, yeah. at least I know he's an Avatar too. So. And he'll be pure blue guy because yeah. his... his body his consciousness has been transferred through awa yeah. into his avatar <laughs> what a great sentence <laughs> uh so a little little treat about the future avatars that a little uh, easter egg that that uh james cameron has been dangling but not only james cameron um stephen lang oh he has dangled several times and i think it's confirmed people were asking because Colonel Korich, Stephen Lang's character. I love that character so much. Uh, I just think he's like so well acted. And it's like, this yeah. is, this is a character whose, whose, ev- whose words, whose actions, whose everything totally line up with that character's motivations in the story. And mm. like, he's not, he's not just evil for the sake of evil, but he has a duty to do and a mission, a mission. and he is going to do it. Uh, and if it means, you know, avatar civilian casualties, he's going to do it because it's fulfilling his mission. Um, yeah. He wants to get home for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well acted. He's a badass. I love that scene. He goes, you know, three tours, Nigeria, whatever. He's like, you know, 
and then he points to his face, day one with the scars. He goes, you know, yeah. you know what? I kind of like it. <laughs> it's like my favorite scene. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like it. <laughs> kind of like it. After like his first scene when he's in full like camo, mm-hmm. he's only wearing sleeveless shirts. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, There's so many things. He's just always yeah. in a sleeveless shirt. He's so he's very jacked. Yeah, he's a, he's a jacked guy with gray hair, which like I feel like there's something yeah. unsettling about that. Yeah, like when I it just makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah, like wow, <laughs> this this shouldn't. It's like I don't know, it's just like something that's not supposed. It's like if you saw someone walk in their head, it'd be like something's wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but so he has said. Because people ask, like, oh, you know, any chance that Colonel Quaritch will be back for future Avatar movies? And he said, and I apparently he wasn't just like spouting this, but this is apparently true. He said, you know, well, in the story, as long as they have someone's DNA, and he sort of left it at that, um, you know, because clearly in this storyline, they can clone things that they can even like splice DNA between two different species of things. So he was basically saying that. He was implying that almost like in the Clone Wars, how like, you know, all those stormtroopers are like cloned from the same person, that basically there are like other Colonel Quaritches <laughs> out there. <laughs> and like he's, I guess, just one of them. And I got, wow. I got so excited. I hope that's true. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah. And there's just one Agent Smith and then all of a sudden there's like... <laughs> Hundreds of them that Neo has to fight. Yeah. I like the, like the thought of like hundreds of Colonel Quaritches just, just all having the exact yeah. same mission. P- and piling on, uh, on Jake Sully, <laughs> who has to fight him away with a staff. <laughs> the staff in the rain. <laughs> in a playground. <laughs> on Earth in a computer program. <laughs> This have has quite a few similarities to the Matrix, right? Just going, yeah. going in. Totally, it really does. That's, that's like a a trope in movies at this point of just like yeah. the human lying back yeah. in the apparatus and going through yeah. the portal. Yeah, through have, the portal. Having portal, all these portals seem to make the same sound. It's like <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same visual effect. <laughs> yeah, going through a, a Kubrickian tube. <laughs> Kubrickian tube. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be taught in film schools. Like, like a full chapter on the Kubrickian tube. <laughs> as I was saying that, I was like, I, I hope that this is as cool of a word as, as it sounds like to me. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, so this made me think of something else. If they can splice Navi and human DNA and have someone's consciousness enter that, in the world of this movie... Can they splice like human and dog DNA and have someone enter the life of a dog? <laughs> it seems like it seems like a lot less complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at least a human and a dog are made up of like the same building blocks because we evolved yeah. on Earth together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't have these like exogenous nerve endings coming out of our hair. <laughs> yeah, in fact, like a, a human and a dog, probably in the grand scheme of life, are incredibly similar. Right? Like, we probably share, like, 90% DNA. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really funny twist in yeah. the next Avatars. That, <laughs> that, that's yeah. the direction of the yeah. plot. There needs to be, like, a like a, a scientist boss character sort of to take over the Sigourney Weaver spot. And hopefully it's just a talking dog <laughs> who's literally barking orders. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, 
like that's like Cameron's so obvious with his points. He might as well just go to that level of like yeah. <laughs> no subtlety or nuance whatsoever. It's yeah. literally a dog barking. Orders. <laughs> It'd be great too if it, it like didn't speak, but it, it did actually just bark. But there were subtitles, and everyone could understand it. Almost the way like Han Solo can understand Chewbacca. Right. Or better yet, no subtitles. Yeah, just everyone just knows. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> arf, arf, arf. it's like, oh, what am I eating for dinner? Steak. <laughs> yeah, because people always, I love that in movies when you don't understand what a character is saying, or like when they're on the other side of a movie and the character just repeats their question. It's like no one does, no one speaks like that in real life. How's yeah. your day? Oh, how was my day? It was good. <laughs> uh, it's it's great. I. It's yeah, a fun movie. I feel like you just exploded it. I mean, I feel like I don't really have anything else to say about it. But at the same time, <laughs> I, I feel like we do this a lot where it's we feel like we didn't talk about the movie. Um, but then we'll go back and listen. And I'm like, oh, we talked about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a titration mm-hmm. in and out. Oh, that's a good word. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. what, I don't know if I know what that means. Yeah, it's a, it's a term used in counseling oh, psychology. Cool. So, like, if you're working with someone with uh, know, trauma mm, or something, mm-hmm. you can titrate in uh, and out so that you're not just like, tell me about your trauma yeah. and going like fully in, but you can kind of like uh-huh. start to enter it and then come back out. And, <laughs> that's totally, yeah. I feel like that's totally how we talk about movies. <laughs> yeah, the collective trauma that Avatar <laughs> incited on the human race, forcing everyone to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it, it it'll yeah. be great to see in the future ones how what themes he he chooses because there were a couple a couple things in the movie that reminded me like when they talk about they're they're planning some kind of shock and awe campaign it's like that's how that's how we referred to the iraq war like george bush was like we're gonna do a shock and awe campaign and so it's like okay so you're okay. probably writing that scene around the time of the iraq war <laughs> that that makes sense because like there were there was a couple some of the rhetoric that the colonel or mm-hmm. is he a colonel? I think or? he's a colonel. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. Stephen Lang is using. Yeah. like was very clearly like rhetoric mm-hmm. from like the two thousands. Like he's like, we will meet terror with terror. Yep, like to describe the way that they're gonna like encounter these avatars. Yeah, <laughs> like just using these buzzwords mm-hmm. in a situation where like those avatars aren't terrorizing them yeah. and never have it's yeah, just yeah. like that riles people up and right. like everyone in the crowd is just like yeah, yeah. I, I really hope that in avatar 2 some some evil character uses the the phrase america first because that might as well it's like use the the buzzwords and like phrases of of evilness of the time and just apply them to some evil character i hope right. giovanni ribisi comes back too yeah I mean, the last we saw of him, he's just kind of walking sadly away with a, with a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's actually a great scene when when the people are leaving and the the avatars are like shepherding them onto their ship. At one point, one of them is just standing, sitting on a horse and holding a bow, and then all of a sudden draws the string back and like points it at someone. <laughs> it's like, wow, what a threat! You better get <laughs> on that ship faster because I'm pointing my bow at you. <laughs> The massive arrows. Yeah, that are like the sizes of spears. <laughs> Thing I was kind of thinking about was like with that terror, we'll fight terror with terror. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's very clearly like anti-war, anti-capitalist. And like all these like army people are just kind of 
shown as like mindless drones Mm -hmm. basically like who just like (laughs) are bros yeah wanting to kill except michelle rodriguez who like oh yeah is the same character in every movie and (laughs) true that's that's probably the character i was most annoyed with because Mm. it was clear that cameron gave her just enough screen time so that you could notice she was like a character and then like (laughs) you're right so that she could save the day when it was needed Mm -hmm. and then like die and make you feel like sad you're right it was like the perfect amount just to make you know her enough that you're sad when she dies yeah (laughs) right like we don't maybe they say her name but we don't really hear it often trudy i think trudy yeah trudy but all these characters mindless drones but i was thinking it was kind of interesting that jake Sully is a marine Mm mm-hmm so it's almost like Cameron wants to uh, cross-cut a total anti-war mm. message by saying, like, well, maybe some of the values yeah. that are, like, instilled in these people could actually be used for good. Here's what good leadership could look ah, like. Ah, yeah, yeah. Or something. That's a good point. Yeah. Here's how Marine becomes Taruk Makhto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be free-thinking. <laughs> The ultimate metamorphosis, <laughs> like the fly. <laughs> the fly. <laughs> I mean, I just can't wait to see the new animals and trees that show up in the next movie. Yeah, because he's going to invent new creatures. I really hope Jar Jar Binks is in the underwater stuff. There were, there were some Jar Jar-like creatures, it seems. Uh, like the, the weird kind of monkey things that were swinging from trees? or Yeah, yeah, those ones. Did you also notice that a lot of these animals made jurassic park sounds yes i did yeah and and lord <laughs> of the ring sounds uh, oh really i think those horses they they reminded me of never mind that wasn't lord of the ring sounds it was the velociraptor sound wasn't it yeah they were like doo, doo. you're so right yeah it was the exact same yes sound. it was and then the uh the black panther thingy made uh t-rex sounds wow made t-rex That's roars. amazing and I, I googled it and there were several reddit threads uh, about it okay and these like Reddit know-it-alls were like, well, actually, all science fiction movies use the same sound clips. And so you find these in a lot of movies. <laughs> and a lot goes back to Jurassic Park. So it doesn't make the movie any less good. <laughs> <laughs> there was like that person in every thread. That's amazing. <laughs> so, oh, that's right. Thanks. <laughs> I forgot that you know about all the intricacies. <laughs> intricacies of sound editing in hollywood that's great <laughs> man that's awesome yeah yeah that was that was strange <laughs> another another movie this made me think of did you ever see the movie annihilation i don't think so oh <laughs> definitely recommend that one <laughs> what's it about um it's based on a book called annihilation uh-huh. and um it's about <laughs> <laughs> natalie portman <laughs> i don't know i was gonna make a joke i wish i had thought of this quick enough but when you said it's based on a book called i i really wish i had thought about it quick enough to jump in and say tuesdays with maury <laughs> i don't know why it just seemed funny that would have been funny I, I like how you have no idea what this movie is but you have enough of the sense that tuesdays with maury is a, just about as far from yep, it yeah. as one could possibly exactly. imagine <laughs> <laughs> Anni- annihilation based on the mitch album 
Tuesdays with Maury. <laughs> is that book like he just, just talks to an old guy named Maury? I think so, yeah. About like God? I think so, yeah. Hank Azaria. I think it's Hank Azaria. <laughs> Kazaria, yeah, they made a TV movie or something. Oh, it it seems like it probably was, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, now that you mentioned Hank Kazaria, I realized that when I say the words Mitch album, <laughs> like the image in my mind is Hank Kazaria. <laughs> just kind of like really funny. didn't realize that. I just assumed that was him. <laughs> <laughs> the image in my mind is the Blue Raja from Mystery Men. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh <laughs> man oh but what about annihilation yeah. oh man it's i mean it's in brief it's it's natalie portman and this group of there's like a psychologist and a scientist <clears throat> it's like an, an all-female crew and there's this something struck the earth and it created this like permeable layer that they call the shimmer yeah and anyone who's gone through it to investigate like what's on the other side hasn't come back except for uh oscar isaac Ah. who comes back and he's definitely a little different he's acting strange wow so natalie portman it's her husband and so she and her team go through to like investigate Mm -hmm. and it's just like they enter this entirely this similar but completely different like biosphere. Interesting. Where it, it's just it's really really kind of fascinating and incredibly disturbing. Actually, yeah, I kind of wish I wasn't talking about it because I just had a memory of a scene that is actually I think the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Oh my god! That, <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. It's amazing. And I always forget about it, and then it, it comes back, and I wish i could forget about it again wow <laughs> i've anyone seen this movie i think they probably know what i'm talking about it involves a video camera footage of oscar isaac wow Oof. Oof. oh my god yeah. i need to see this movie as soon as possible i it's it didn't like it seemed to have a good amount of buzz for a mm-hmm. bit but then something weird happened where like the studio decided like it wasn't gonna do well or something so they kind of just like dropped their publicity and it Weird. just kind of came out and was on netflix or something and then left so it it didn't like huh. seem to blow up as much as possible but like oh man it's it's good i i've I heard that i i need to, to see watch it. it again yeah it's the same director as uh ex machina okay yep i i, I that's what i thought i thought yeah with a uh, domino domino yep exactly yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's, it's a good, disturbing movie to watch while you're quarantined. Oh, good. I can't wait. <laughs> Just to freak yourself out yeah. about the global situation a little more. Sweet. Yeah. But yeah, similarities to Tar. Sweet. Good to know. I'll watch yep. it. All right. Cool. Any, anything else feel the need to say? I don't think so. It's just I, I love rewatching Avatar. It's, it's fun. It's always entertaining. Yeah. That's the first time I watched it since the theaters. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I've really expected to think it was bad. Yeah. Because like I saw it twice in the theaters at mm-hmm. least and just thought it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It really holds, I, it holds up. Yeah. Holds up. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
parts of it that hold up mm-hmm. on a macbook pro screen a lot of it looks really fake but i remember on a giant screen yeah 3d glasses on it did not look <laughs> fake exactly yeah oh great all right well uh thanks listener hope that you're surviving these mm-hmm. crazy times and if not um you might watch avatar again yeah think about the dream world of Pan- pandora mm-hmm. and um maybe you can find unity with awa just like Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. It's Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> who now does, just lives as a memory in a bunch of roots. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you for joining, no one. <laughs> no one. Yeah. See you next time, no one. See ya. <laughs>